Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning, Mark May. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? We are doing great. My first question, when you go to a zoo, what is the animal you most like to see, Mark? Oh, the lions, of course. The lions, yes, the lions, yes. I just one communicated with me earlier today, Mark. They knew that I was in their presence and they wanted to welcome me. Uh, Josh, if you could, could you play? Unless you did, you hear the opening, Mark, when we came back. Did you hear Bass call out to all of the animals here at the zoo? Yes, I did. Very good. Uh, Well, Mark, the the game the other night against Auburn was not what anybody had uh, expected or hoped for. What uh, were you shocked when you? uh, I presume you got a chance to see it. Uh, Were you shocked as well? Uh, Yeah, I was. Particularly after the 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 game that they played against Florida, going down to the swamp, finally beat Florida, Florida, and the way they played off that, I think maybe they celebrated a little (coughs) bit too much during the week. Uh, Looking at Auburn coming in, you knew they were going to run the ball, but not as effectively as they ran the ball against uh, Arkansas in that game. when, when it got out of hand, I was like, geez, oh, man, what's going on? And the boot birds came out, and I was like, yep. okay. It's one of those that you just have to flush away. All they just ran away with it and, you know, rushed for over 300 yards in the game. And it, it's pretty tough to stop it when the quarterback's hot in that game and Thorne was hot in that game, and he was throwing the ball and running the ball and ran for 80 and threw the ball very effectively. The score just got away from him, and then they just came out flat, which is one of those things that you didn't expect at this time when you're fighting to go to, to a bowl game. Yeah, complete domination. I think most everybody thought, you know, uh, first of all, you didn't know if you could win at Florida. You win that game, huge win, and, and you come back. You just lost to a, a horrible Mississippi State team, 7-3, to three, the last time at Fayetteville. So, you know, you, hey, time to play better. They lost to BYU at home before that. And so it's time to come back, a little momentum with Kenny Guyton, and then just laid a complete egg. Now bowl game is out. You know, you got recruits sort of bailing on you. The, the program is, is on the ropes, if you will. Some some will say it's not, but I certainly think when you have a loss like that and you're not going to a bowl game, it, it definitely is in a bad place. And you got to beat this Florida international team. You, you, you don't really – you can't have a close game, Mark. You know, you're not going to have a lot of fans in the stands, but you, you need to dominate this Florida international team and just hope that somehow you can stay on the field with a really tough Missouri team next week. Absolutely. When you're almost a point favorite at home, You've got to roll over a team like that, and you better do it, and you better do it impressively, and come out of the gates early. You know, come out of the gates right off, right off the bat. Just come out the first couple of series, come out and dominate. That's what they didn't do against Auburn, and it took them like five series to finally get the ball rolling. But you can't do that at home, and this is a game where you have to do it if you want to keep the recruits. And it's tough enough to keep the recruits in the SEC when you lose the SEC teams because they can always point that victory against you in recruiting. So this is one of those games where you've got to go out there and you've got to roll and you've got to make sure that it's an impressive victory and you just put the stake through the heart of your opponent. Um, by the way, too, if you hear something in the background, uh, Hannah, what are we hearing in the background from Mark? Mark's, Mark's never done an interview before where in the background is uh, is what? Um, the biggest diva in the whole zoo. The biggest, <laughs> the biggest diva. She's a big deal. And what's her name? This is Molly. She's a Malekan cockatoo. Uh, can you can we say that on the air? Let me Malekin, you mean to tell her? Yeah, Malekin cockatoo. Malekin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mark. This is what happens when animals get around us. My apologies. Let me see if I can get her to say hi. And then say hello to Mark. Say hello to Mark. Say hi. There you go. Uh, Mark. Huh? Uh, yeah, That's Mark. The first. Yeah, there you go. You've never done that before. Yeah, so the so the question is, you know, can, can this program get turned around? And, and I'll give you an unbelievable stat, guys. Huh? I want you to guess how many sacks the university. Yeah, he, he, she's guessing. How many sacks do you think the uh, the offense has given up this year with KJ? Oh, 
Yeah, anybody? Yeah, well, let's, well, let's, well let Mark take a shot. Well, let Mark take a shot. How many? Uh, two, ten, ten games. Ten games. What's that? 46. Uh, uh, well, I'll give it 41. Sacks? 41 he sacks. He sacks 40. 41. Actually, he was 40. Uh, Criswell got one the other night. So, so the, I, I, would have, sw- I would have said a dozen. So they, was on. they are averaging four sacks, giving up four sacks a game, I've got to pay more I mean, attention. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty bad. Yes. Yeah, it is. It was the five sacks uh, their last game against Auburn. And, you know, we talked about KJ this year. If they could protect him with that young offensive line, that was going to be one of the keys. One, starting the run game because that takes a lot of pressure off your quarterback. And two, protecting your quarterback. And when you've got issues on your offensive line, that's, that was key. That was one of the things with coming back this year with Rocket Sanders running the ball and you've got a quarterback that's mobile that can throw the ball and run the ball. If your <laughs> offensive line can hold up and protect, you should be one of the better teams in the conference, particularly in the division. And that just didn't happen this year. And that was one of the issues that – we talked about early, and unfortunately it didn't come to fruition this year that they could protect him enough. And then they changed at the offensive coordinator a couple of weeks ago. You know, This is just one of those years where you just have to just flush it and just say, hey, let's start over next year. And you know, Hopefully the, the staff can survive this, and hopefully they keep the staff intact where they can come back and rebound because going to bowl games three consecutive years, that was a pretty good achievement. And you know, sometimes you just have a bad year, so you just have to flush the season. Visit with Mark May brought to you by Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's Pub. We appreciate them being longtime supporters and sponsors of Mark May. Mark, the big news this this week, we thought maybe there might be a possibility it would happen to Sam Pittman. It did not, but uh, Jimbo Fisher gets the axe, but they got to pay $70 million. Just the optics of that buyout and what it means and, and what how, the perception of college football with those kind of stupid numbers being paid to a guy who failed. It's, it's unbelievable when you look at those numbers and to pay a guy to go away and not coach and for seventy plus million dollars, it's it's mind boggling. But Texas A&M has deep pockets. We talked about this before. That oil money in, in Texas, it's the haves and the have-nots. And obviously, Texas A&M is a have. And to pay somebody to go away, think about this. Everybody talks about those numbers, but Bass, think about this. Really, the number is around two hundred million. Because when you think about it, you know, not only have to pay Jimbo, you have to pay his staff. Right. Which nobody's talking about because his staff had guaranteed contracts also for a couple of years. So that's got to be at least another $25, $30 million for the rest of his staff. Then you've got to hire a new staff to come in. So you're going to have to pay somebody to come in, and anybody that's worth their salt is going to say, look, you already fired a guy and paid him off this, this kind of money. You're going to have to pay me if I'm leaving my job to take your job. You're going to have to pay me X amount of dollars and my staff, and I want control of who I want to bring in. If I can't bring in my guys, I don't want the job. I'm staying where I'm going to stay. So you're going to have to bring in a quality guy and a quality name and there's not a lot of guys out there. Lanning already turned it down from Oregon. He already said, right. I don't want the job. He's already got a good job at Oregon. He's not making that kind of money, but he probably will now. And he just you know, looked at the situation and said, if you're going to fire a guy halfway through his contract, I don't want the job. And a lot of coaches are going to turn away and they're just going to say, hey, it's not worth the money. I'm happy where I am. So they're going to really have to find a unique person to take that job over, and it's going to be interesting who they target. What do you think about the rumor, moving to NFL real quick, Mark, what do you think about the rumor about Belichick already having another job lined up with another team? Does that make sense to you? Do you think that's something that could happen? No. I heard that Dan Orlovsky said he heard this, you know, that he's already got a job lined up and the team is probably the Washington Commanders. If you're the Washington Commanders, why in the heck would you want to hire Belichick? Yeah, he's I'm 70 with you. plus yeah. years old and yep. there's nothing yep. against his age, but look what he's done without Brady. Look what he does when he controls the draft. He has had a special, a special wide receiver or a guy that's on the outside or a running back that's special or a quarterback that he's drafted since Brady. So think about, you really have to think really hard if you want to go into this. 
Yeah, you can sell it saying, hey, the guy's a genius, the guy's a goat, he's won six Super Bowls, this is what he does. But look what he's done for you lately. Because the game evolves and it changes all the time. And if you can't keep up with the rest of the league, you're not going to win and you're not going to have success. The league right now is offensive-oriented and it's younger coaches with new philosophies in the game. So basically, why would you want to do that? If you're the Washington Commanders, I know the guy's a, billion, a multi-billionaire, he's very successful, and he owns the 76ers and hockey teams and stuff like that. But to make an impact in Washington, why would you go that route? Because look at it. He's got everything he wants in New England, and he's not successful now. Right, right. So why would you bring him in? And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, why would you do this? Orlowski's trying well, it's a team that's already made a deal, and they already have him, and it's probably the Commanders. It's like, no. You know, I, I would be totally against that. I, I would be more in favor if they brought back Joe Gibbs. The last thing we'll ask you, Mark, along the same lines, one coach that could be available is Jim Harbaugh. How about the decision by Michigan to go ahead and, and, and fall on the sword and, and move on and, and uh, give up his last three games there as head coach? I'm pretty sure in the background the reason why they're doing this is Harbaugh probably told them he stayed. Because if he had any inkling or they had any inkling that he was going to leave for the NFL, which I thought he definitely would because right now strike while the iron's hot, the team is the best team he's ever had. I would think that he probably told the athletic director, Ward Manuel, on the side that, you know what, I want to stay. And if you back me on this, I'll stay. And that's why they're, they're, they're going back to the wall and they're saying, hey, you know, we're fighting with Harbaugh, we're keeping Harbaugh, the NCAA. You do what you want to do, but we're sticking with our guy. Interesting. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Mark, uh, always great to talk well, to you. May I ask? May yeah. I ask? Yeah. Mark, uh, uh, next week's Thanksgiving. Uh, I guess we'll have we're gonna, you on. We're going to try to squeeze, see we if we squeeze everybody well, then, before then, then. Well, then will you come up with the uh, uh, beatdown that the Cowboys give the Skins uh, <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day and just go ahead and see if you can predict the score outright if the Cowboys win by 20 or more? <laughs> I think Sam Howell's going to throw for about 422 yards and five touchdowns, and they're just going to roll over the Cowboys because – the Cowboys right now, they're going against the Carolina Panthers this week, and they're going to beat their chest because they beat the Giants. Woo-hoo! Now they've got the Carolina Panthers that only have one win. So now they're going to be rolling over those bad teams. You know when that team plays a team with a winning record, they lost, lost to Philly, lost to San Fran, and they're going to lose to the Commanders. Mark, I didn't go into this season thinking the Dallas Cowboys were going to be undefeated. Never have. But we will see oh. what happens in the next week. This weekend, we'll see what happens. And we'll put our money where our mouth is okay. and see where we stand. Right. If I have to wear a Skins jersey, Mark May, of course, you'll buy it, sign it, and I'll wear it. <laughs> uh, I'll do it if I have to. But we'll ta- we'll talk about it then. And if I have to, I'll send you a petty Jean ham. Thanks, Mark. You know what? Win a, win a playoff game and we'll talk about it. Oh, well, oh you know what? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. See, see, now you got to bring up old stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Right. Have a great weekend, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one, guys. Take care.